Welcome to The Magic of Positive Thinking, a podcast hosted by Norb Savanasini, founder of AmericanEagle.com and content writer Al Edwards. Norb, happy summer. How's your summer going for you oh, so far? Oh, fantastic. Just fantastic. It, it actually seems like summer, which is uh, kind of nice. It know, does. We've actually had a lot of nice yeah, weather. Yeah, nice weather. A little rain here and there. A couple of little tornadoes to couple, spice yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, just a couple of, just to mix things up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, but it's good, you know. We're, uh, we're actually fortunate to be doing this podcast because a tornado touched down about a mile away from here. About Less a than week a mile, so actually. It was uh, like about a couple of hundred yards, yeah. And to a tornado, a couple hundred yards is like a centimeter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're happy to be back, everybody. This is lucky number 19 on our podcast. We have been cooking along here. And we have a special show for you today because uh, Norm and I always come up with these uh, crazy ideas through something we said or something we talk about. And the title of today's show is How to Be an Optimistic Person in Three Easy Steps. So that is what we're going to focus on today. Norb, did you have a couple things you wanted to talk about? No, basically, you know, uh, everybody really knows what to do to stay positive from watching the videos. If, if you go to YouTube, if you, if you go to the Internet, you, you Google positive uh, programs, including us, uh, we all talk about staying positive and how your mind controls you and uh, how you have to stay positive, how you overcome these negative feelings that we all have. But, you know, I haven't seen anything. I actually did a little research on this, and I I'm sure there might be some, but nobody tells you how to be optimistic. And I think that that's probably more important than anything else. Now, Al and I haven't given much thought about this, and we were talking about it, and uh, we came up with three simple things that you should do every day. And if you do these things, I think it's like an automatic refill of positiveness. And, and that's, that's the one thing we're trying to achieve today is, uh, yeah, it's easy. You get down and you say, well, think positive. But how do you keep that positive thing going? And we've come up with three little, very, very easy things to do. Now, the beginning of the day is very, very important. I was just seeing a, a, looking at a Charlie Brown cartoon and Charlie Brown gets up in the day and he says, oh, it's a wonderful day and I'm alive, you know. And that was the Charlie Brown uh, theme, but I practice this, and and I think that this is one of the things you have to do to start the day. This is number one. This is number one. You have to say, "Thank you, God, for this gift you're giving me today." It's a gift. That's why they call it the present. Okay, thank you. And you know, if you start doing this, I think you program yourself to start thinking positively because you're giving thanks for having this gift that is just really phenomenal, okay? You're getting all these 24 hours of just an incredible miracle that's gonna surround you. Okay, that's number one. The second one, and, and whoever heard our podcast about uh, you know going to Japan, you heard that you, know, you don't see any litter in Japan streets or any place, and uh, 
uh, my daughter and I were walking and we saw a little piece of paper and we both reached for that piece of paper. And uh, I was thinking, that's the second, that's number two, is pick up a little piece of paper. Do it once and maybe you can do it even two, three times. And when you do this, I guarantee you that you will feel better because it's a positive thing to do. So you're basically like programming yourself to be positive. Even, even if you have a rough day and things are really, you know, not going the way you are, but you see a little piece of paper, you grab it, you throw it in the trash basket. I guarantee you that you're going to feel better. I guarantee you because it's a positive thing to do. And obviously as you're doing it, you become positive. Okay. Okay. That's number two. And you can do that you know, 10 times a day, if you're flexible enough and, and, uh, <laughs> and if you're in a polluted you know, enough yeah, environment, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, you know, it, it really is interesting, but it, it does really help. Uh, crazy as it seems, I do it. I did it today. I actually picked up a little piece of paper and it felt good. You know, I'm, I'm making the world a little better, you know? Okay. That's number two. Number three is one that we also talked about. And, and I think is very, very important. Just be nice to somebody, say something nice to somebody. Even if you have to force yourself, you know, you, you go to a grocery store, the checkers there, uh, he or she has a look that they're not happy and just say something, gee, you know, did you notice what a beautiful day this is? Or gee, you know, I like that shirt you're wearing or, or whatever. Force yourself to say something nice. You know, you go home and if you're married, tell your wife, God, you know, I missed you today. Uh, gee, it's nice to be home, you know? I instead of going in there and saying something like, did you wash the dishes today? Or, you, you know, did you do the ironing? Just say something nice. And uh, that's basically the three things. I think that if, if you do that, you will automatically become a positive person. You, it just, you just won't be able to help to be positive. Right. Okay. Well, and I'll tell you, I love these topics because on their surface, they seem extremely simple. And we want to go through each one a little bit in more detail, but there's something magical on a spiritual level. And I mean the human spirit about your mind and your thinking and your outlook there's something magical about these three incredibly simple things. So let's go back to the first one. Basically, what you're talking about is gratitude. Yeah. If you start the day with gratitude, and no matter what you happen to believe in or don't believe in, if you're just grateful and you express that, it changes the chemistry in your brain. Your entire outlook for that day changes. Without a doubt. Why do you think that is, Norb? Do you think it releases a, an actual different chemistry in your brain? Well, uh, you know, uh, when you drive a car, uh, you put gas in it before you get going and, and, uh, your brain going again, that it's like a piece of soil. If you plant something positive at the beginning of the day, it's a lot easier to just keep going in that area instead of dwelling into the negative right away. You, you're going to, you know, you, you put the TV on right after you get up, you take a shower and, or you listen to the radio and you're going to hear all the negativity combined in, in, in the next 30 minutes, you're going to hear about 
everything negative. How many but people you've already were killed? Given and... th- you've already given thanks about having to be alive today, to, to actually, you know, you get this gift. And this is phenomenal. I mean, so it's a way to overcome this coming of negativity that comes towards you. And when you really think about it, you know, I, I heard someone talk about this one time. You know, we get up, we get in the shower, we brush our teeth, we comb our hair, then we think about what we're going to wear and does this shirt match these pants and these shoes and are my shoes shined? And we prepare all this stuff. And then we go out and we lock the door so nobody steals all of our junk. We get in the car. We might even look at the tires to make sure the tires. But did we do anything to prepare our minds that day? And the answer for 99.9% of people is no, we have exactly, not. Exactly. And the mind is running everything. The, the, the most important thing that you have is that mind. And, uh, you know, going back to the strangest secret, when he was traveling down the road and he sees this big, big uh, construction. What, what was the... Uh... Yeah, the story is, so we're talking about The Strangest Secret, which is the 1956 recording from Earl Nightingale that we've based this whole show on. He was driving down the road and he saw a farmer on an enormous combine or a tractor. And it was this tiny man on this giant machine. And this tiny man, c- compared to the size of the machine, was bouncing up and down and driving it. And he was in control of this thing. And Earl Nightingale made the point that that little man represents your mind, basically. Exactly. Because that machine would just go off and crash into a tree. And, and, and we have a lot more power than that machine. And, and we right. have more ability to control more things with our mind than that machine. And, and uh, you know, that little man was controlling that big, big mach- piece of machinery. And our job is to control what we do with our mind. So. That's right. And the rest of that story goes, there's a joke associated with that. So there's a story of a pastor who is driving through the farmland and he sees a farmer on this beautiful machine. And he couldn't get over how beautiful the farmland was and all the crops and everything. So the farmer and the pastor finally kind of meet at the intersection of the road. And the pastor says to the farmer, and the farmer gets off the tractor and he wipes his brow and he says, pastor says, my God, how God has blessed you with such a beautiful farm. And the pastor took off his hat and wiped his brow again. And he said, yes, he has, pastor, but you should have seen it when he had it all to himself. <laughs> exactly. And that's kind of that get off your butt and do something, right? All right, That's right, that right. whole thing. Goya, yeah. Goya, famous famous uh, <laughs> Spanish painter, Goya, G-O-Y-A, get off your, Ankle. and it's not Albuquerque. Yeah, 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 exactly. So putting that mindset in the beginning of the day, uh, again, it's almost inexplicable what it does, but it literally changes your entire outlook for the day. Yeah, yeah. It, it's It's really, you know, putting gasoline into the car and, you got to drive it. No, you got to drive it. That's a great analogy because if you don't have enough gas, you're eventually going to stop. Absolutely. It's going to run, run yeah. out of gas. Yeah. Right. Let's go into the second one now, which um, I thought was a really great one. And that's picking up a little piece of paper. Now, again, on the surface, it seems like a very simple little thing to do, just a nice little thing to do. There are a lot of people in the world, by the way, who will go buy a piece of paper or something in the street and think to themselves, that's not my job. Right. Someone else has to do that. So there's something magical and spiritual about 
what it does to you, even if you don't care about litter on the street, picking up that piece of paper will do something positive for you to you. And I wonder what that is. Uh, going back to what's the alternative, if you find the world ugly because it's littered, by you picking up that piece of paper or that plastic bottle or the can, you're helping it, making it better. There, there's just no way, even, you know, if there's thousands of pieces of paper all over, if you just pick one or maybe two, if you like, you feel, well, at least I'm not in that group. And, you know, unluckily to be in the positive group, of humanity, it's not as common as being in the negative part of humanity. Right. So you're just being, you know, positive. You're, you're helping. You're not making the world worse or leaving it as bad. Right. You're so, making it better. Yes, absolutely. And I think it, excuse me, I think I keep talking uh, the word spiritual. Um, and I mean that in the human spirit, there is something magical about doing something for someone else that helps you. It's a great irony because so many people are so self-focused that they think if they think about someone else, then it doesn't benefit them, but it actually does benefit you when you do something else for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the, the wonders of humanity is it's proven when you do something good, uh, you feel good. You just feel good. You know, it's the thing that I think we talked about this in another show. When do you know that you've done the right thing? You just feel good about it. Right. And just grabbing a piece of paper or, or whatever and, and throwing it, putting it in, in, you know, the garbage can makes you feel good. You say, well, you know, I've done something that, that's positive. Right. So it's, it's a good thing. I'll never forget this. Uh, I've told you about this before. There was an advertising advertisement in the in the sixties in some magazine I saw, and it was a, talking about the Japanese mindset. It was a Japanese company, and it was a factory. And it was a very clean, you know, perfectly assembled factory and wax floors. You know, you could comb your hair in it and everything. And the CEO of the company or the president of the company in a suit was walking through, and the still picture is of him bending over to pick up a piece of paper. And you just knew he was like an executive, and yet he was bending over to pick up the piece of paper. And it just spoke volumes to me about what that meant. Yeah. First of all, he's human. And if you're human, I don't care if you're the richest guy in the world or the poorest, your feelings are the same. Right. So when you pick that piece of paper... You're doing the right thing. You know, and to do the right thing is probably the key of maintaining your positive attitude. Just do the right thing, you know? It's that simple. It's that simple. It's really not that. Well, that's the problem. We've talked about this before. There's no money in simplicity and doing the right thing. Right. The money is creating problems, having the experts to solve these problems, which are mostly in your mind and thinking positively. Uh, takes care of a lot of those things. Let's go back to the uh, watching the news when you get up in the morning because <laughs> so many people do that. And I don't care what show it is, local, national, what it is, what's on the news? How many people were killed? Uh, what political problems there are? What economic problems there are? 
what latest disease is on the rampage. Nothing positive, very, very little. And when you think about it, you are feeding your brain that information. Oh, yeah. Before you leave for the day. Now, I got to tell you, I almost never listen to the news or watch TV because I don't want that in my brain. No. Uh, and, and, you know, well, this is one of the reasons why you have to, the first thing you do is if, if you give thanks for this gift you're getting, it basically starts neutralizing that in, in a way because, yeah, there's all these problems, but give me a time of recorded history where people haven't had these problems. Right. Problems are there because they're there. I mean, that's just part of nature also. Right. So don't think that, oh my God, look at all the problems we have. No, no, no. Just accept that eh, there's always been problems. You know, I mean, w when you think about it, in the last century, you had World War One, you had World War Two, you had the Korean War, you had the Vietnam War. Just in this country, forget about all the other wars that other countries had with the other. Right. I mean, God, those were incredible problems. And, and you know, this is something that we survived it. We're still here. And, you know, there's been, there's a ton of people that, that are predicting, you know, how this climate change, how we're going to be all dead in 30 years. Well, you know what? If we're all dead in 30 years, we're dead in 30 years, you know. <laughs> right. But the thing that you have to realize is that throughout recorded history that we know, there's always been basically the same problems. You know, in the U.S., we've had a luxury of not having, for example, the economic problem that a lot of the other parts of the world have. Mm -hmm. And today, you know, that might be changing. It might be true. But there's always going to be problems, always. That's just part of life. But if you're an optimist about it, you just take it as a normal thing, like, you know, taking a shower every day. Otherwise, you start smelling. <laughs> so, no, I mean, really, I mean, it's right. just part of life, you know, that's all. And why don't we make that analogy of take a mental shower every day so your mind doesn't start smelling. Well, that, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We talked about that hydrating your mind. Remember that? That's right. That was, we I sure think, did. the first show we ever did. We talked about hydrating your mind. So much of this stuff is so simple, and, and you're right, Norb. Uh, human beings, by their own neuroses and the need to monetize everything, invent problems or focus on problems because there's no money in Boy Scout walks elderly woman across the street. No, 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 no. In the newspaper business, they used to say, if it bleeds, it leads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. No, no, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a human thing, you know, it's a human thing. The, the other thing that I think is very important, and uh, you could actually have this as an optional fourth thing to do, is just learn how to enjoy humor. And, and you know, we're all really ridiculous figures worrying about stuff. <laughs> we can't control really much of nothing. Right. And uh, so I actually, I, I went to the internet and uh, I recommend people to do this too. And actually, you know, there's just a gold mine of like quotes and, and funny sayings and, and actually things about positive thinking and, and doing to also. Uh, I haven't seen any of those three things that we talked about today, so I'm very proud of that. I think that's, uh, that's the Norbanal. Original uh, we, thought. We should 
patent that. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I just got a bunch of quotes that I, that I like to just read because some of them are funny. And they're not all positive. That's the funny part. But it, it actually is humorous to think about what we think about as problems. The first one is from Charlie Brown. He said, sometimes you lie in bed at night and you don't have a single thing to worry about. That always worries me, <laughs> you know, right? Which, which is funny. So human, right? As a human. Uh, there was an old comic that that Al and I know, and and uh, it's a shame that young people today don't remember him or even know who he is. His name was W. C. Fields, and he says, "At first, you don't succeed. Try and try again, then quit." <laughs> <laughs> no use being. A damn fool about it, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just just the humor of it, and you right. feel better. You feel right. better. I, I, I just, you know, just reading this, it makes me really feel good. Uh, now, you know, some people are happy with some just basic stuff. It doesn't have to be complicated. Here's a guy from the the, the show The Office, Kevin Malone. He says, "I just want to lie on the beach and eat hot dogs." That's all I ever want, <laughs> which that you know, pretty that good, actually. Happy, Here's another one by Mark Twain, and I love the Mark Twain, obviously. He says, never put off till tomorrow what you can do the day after tomorrow, <laughs> just as well. The procrastinator's <laughs> yeah, creed right exactly, there. Exactly, exactly. Ernest Hemingway, I drink to make other people more interesting. Oh, look at you that know, one. That's, that's, interesting. that's interesting. Oh, yeah. Uh, here's one by Dolly Parton, which I really like. I am not offended by blonde jokes because I know I am not dumb. And I also know that I'm not a blonde. blonde. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. I love that. Uh, this is one by, by Cindy Crawford. Even I don't wake up looking like Cindy Crawford. <laughs> I like Which that. Which is interesting because it goes back to, you know, getting up in the morning. Yeah. You know, she has to put a lot of makeup Even to she's look no, as good as Cindy she's Crawford. She's no beauty when I she mean, rolls out of the rack. Yeah. So it's, uh, here's one by a, a gal that I, I really don't know, but I give her credit for saying it, Rita Mae Brown. You, you ever heard of her? Mm -mm. Was that Charlie's sister, Charlie Brown? Probably, yeah. Um, the statistics on sanity that one of every four Americans is suffering from some form of mental illness. Think of your three best friends. If they're okay, it's You're the you. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. Well, okay. that was a bonus number four. That was that was amazing, Norb. I want to go back to number three because we haven't talked too much. Thank you for that. That was terrific. Feel free to write those down, friends, and, and put them on your refrigerator, right? Uh, yeah. Tape those up and put it on there. I want to talk about number three, and that is just being kind to someone, saying something that would lift the spirits of another person. I don't know what it is about hu human beings, most human beings, but they just seem to not be able to do that or they choose not to do it really is probably what it more is, what it is more. But this whole idea of, I said this last show, the bar to try and make someone feel good by saying a, a genuine compliment, the bar is so low today, you could just say about anything nice and it would make someone's day. Absolutely. And just being sincere and appreciating people 
it almost makes you strange because nobody does it. Well, the other thing too is that by doing that, you're also realizing that there's a lot of nice things you can talk about, you know, because why shouldn't you tell somebody that, you know, that's a nice looking shirt or, or gee, you know, that's, that's a nice watch you have, you know, and, or whatever. It makes you feel good that you're able to recognize nice things. It, so it raises also, the positivity it, it's like in picking your, up that little piece of paper, right. you know, it raises that positive level. In, in your, your own mind, exactly. even though you're talking about someone else. Exactly. Now, for the record, friends, I'd like to point out that Norb has never said I have a nice shirt or a nice watch, but I'm still working on that. And it's only because I don't have either of those that he doesn't say it, right, Norb? But I'm actually waiting for the day. <laughs> yeah. One can hope, only hope, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, friends, I guess all we're saying is um, these things are, are simple to think about. They're simple to do. And again, we can't claim to explain why it is, but it seems to raise your own positive vibrations in your own mind, in your own life, if you do these things for other people. If you're grateful, if you pick up a little piece of paper or make the world a little better in one tiny bit, and then you show genuine appreciation for other people. Not only does it help them, but it helps you, and it's truly a win-win. Did you have one other thing, Norb, you wanted to talk about? You know, going back to a, another quote, uh, which I think uh, any lady or any guy that's listening to this will enjoy, which I really liked. This was by Albert Einstein. Uh, women marry men hoping they will change. Men marry women hoping they will not. So each is inevitably disappointed. Wow. That's heavy. <laughs> but if you accept that also, it's a positive thing. Because That's very true. It's, it's Albert Einstein. You're learning something and, and you laugh. So that's part of humor is very important, ladies and gentlemen. It's sure very is. important. Well, we always end the show now with, with two things. One of them is what Norb said, I don't know, four or five shows ago. He says, why not be an optimist? Because what is the alternative? The alternative is to be miserable. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And we follow that up <clears throat> with a quote from Mark Twain where he said, I would rather be an optimist and sometimes wrong than a pessimist who's right all of the time. Amen. You can't get any better than that. No, no, you can't. We're going to do a show soon all about Mark Twain, friends, so stay tuned for that one. So, Norb, always a pleasure. Thank you, Same my here. wonderful friend. Okay. The time sure goes by fast. And, uh, friends, we hope you enjoyed the show and uh, let us know what you think. And... Uh, we will see you next time for Norb Savannah This is Al Edwards, and bye-bye for now. Bye now. <laughs>